0: Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different podcast where we discuss black moms navigating work and motherhood. We're back. I'm so excited to be back on the Moms Hustle Different podcast. This is your host Brenda Miller. And I'm coming to you with an episode that I recorded quite a long time ago, but I think it'll still be relevant to you guys. And I think you'll get a lot from it. Um, This episode actually features a mother, Crystal Richards, who became a mother through marriage. Um, And I think a lot of people can relate whether they had children of their own or whether they um, have stepchildren or bonus kids, as we like to call them. And I think... I think that you guys will enjoy it. So I'm not going to waste your time. I'm just going to go right on in to the episode with introducing Crystal Richards. Crystal Richards has over 16 years of experience as a project manager and a trainer. Crystal is a certified project management professional, an agile certified practitioner, and is certified in emotional intelligence. Crystal is dedicated to bringing out the best in people, having served with multiple organizations as a trainer and a mentor. Crystal has been married to her best friend for five years and is a stepmom to a sophomore in college and a senior in high school. An Army brat, Crystal enjoys the simpler things in life, like taking her senior Labrador Retriever for a hike in Maryland State Parks, tending to her vegetable garden, and mastering her latest obsession, learning how to play golf. Crystal confesses that she gave up golf a year later. So I'm super excited to have Crystal on the podcast to talk more about her mom's journey and her journey as a professional. Thank you, Crystal, for joining us today. Thank you, Brenda, for
1: having me. So I kind of chuckled at the um, the bio. I was like, "Oh, I did say that." <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's how it always all
1: true. Is. All true. <laughs>
0: I love it. I love giving our listeners a little gist into who um, we're hearing from this week, and we're excited to have you um, to talk to. Um, so, as you know, the first section of um, the podcast is really just an opportunity for you to brag on your baby. So, I love for you to tell us a little more about your um, two young people. Yes, my two big babies. So I have a
1: nineteen-year-old. He is a sophomore in college. He just finished his first year, and uh, what I'm so proud of him about is that um, not only did he uh, faithfully do dual enrollment while in high school, he's actually a second semester sophomore. So he's ahead of the game, and. You know, for a lot of us, when we think about college, you know, that was rough. He came out of that first year not only transferring out of one school, it just didn't work out. He didn't want to be that far away from home, but transferred closer to home uh, to Morgan State University. For those of you who are familiar with it in the Baltimore area and still is coming out uh, over a three Point oh uh, and super, super proud of him for staying focused, uh, doing his part um so i'm I'm proud of Malcolm for that. My other big baby, Layla, is gonna be a senior in high school, and um, you know at the time of this recording, we're going through coronavirus, and um, she's a social butterfly, and I've been so proud of her resilience and just her you know, tenacity and staying focused and I'm I'm super proud of them both for not, you know, being crazy teenagers who are like, I gotta go see my friends. They totally understand um, the reason behind stay-at-home orders and and finding other ways to be engaged and, and continue to be great kids.
0: That's awesome. I know people talk about how Adults are dealing with, um, the whole COVID-19 and stay at home and all of that. But, um, our high school students and college students also have, (laughs) um, you know, some things that they've had to adjust to as well. So it's great that they are adjusting, um, so Mm -hmm. far. Yeah. Um, so with that, um... I'd love to go into uh, kind of where were you in your career, in your life, um, when you became a mom?
1: Yes. So I am actually a stepmom to my two kids. Um, I met my husband, I would say, we were just talking about that about 11 years ago. Um, We met at work. And everyone always likes to ask, um, you know, was it love at first sight? And I always joke, I couldn't stand him. And then we became really good friends. Um, and through time, um, and I actually left the area and we still stayed in touch. And uh, we reconnected. And I was, I'm a, a late mom. I'm, I'm in my early 40s. And uh, I, went, I always kind of joke, you know, I went from single in the city to den mom and uh, is definitely quite an adjustment because you know i've I've come through in my career um, you know pretty you know when you're in your late thirties early forties you're you're pretty set in your career, and um it has been an adjustment for me I, I'd like to say um, you know I came with a fur child, so you know I knew taking care of some being. Uh, was a part of, you know, my DNA, Uh, but it's different, uh, because, you know, kids talk back, and (laughs) they have opinions, Mm. and, uh, but I, I have to say, I, and all my friends remarked, like, I hit the jackpot with kids, like, you know, it was none of the, you know, some of the crazy movies that you see, and it was, just a great you know their, their mom is still in the picture she's actually a, a high school teacher at their high school where Malcolm graduated from and where Layla uh, is going and um, we have a cordial relationship and um, you know kids cycle and you know who, who has the kids this weekend and it's just and if we need to change schedule so it's, it's something for me to adjust to in that respect um, I would have to say Uh, primarily they're with us when they're in school, you know, but when they were both in high school and then, you know, we would have them every third weekend. Well, during coronavirus, um, it's made sense for them to spend the bulk of their time with us. So this has actually been a huge adjustment for me because I would have to say I selfishly I was a part-time mom, so to speak, and now full-time mom. Um, as we we are in all four of us, five counting the dog, in this house together. Unfortunately, it's enough space, but it's it's really um, helped me grow and have a lot of patience, um, a lot more patience because I, I was you know, I, I could cheat a little bit, you know, it was the weeks that they're there. It's like, okay, you know, the week and then we have our weekend to party, but it's 24 seven. And, um, uh, I, I love it. And I know when I talk to parents who have their blood children, they're like, Oh, I know what it's like with my kids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, right. it's fine. It is fine. And you know what? It is out of love. And, you know, I've, I've done, Uh, probably more things than I had imagined myself doing in terms of patience and cooking and, you know, not being, you know, fretting about dishes, being in, piling up in the dishes. It's just, sometimes it's, it just bees like that, so.
0: Yeah, that makes total sense. Um, It is, you know, for anybody in whatever stage of parenting they're in whether they're where I am currently with the toddler or whether they're with you know almost grown children it it's definitely an adjustment so i certainly understand that <laughs> um so kind of where like with you um having experience as like a project manager how did you get into project management and training
1: uh you know it's it's kind of the joke in the project management community we all kind of fell into it right so at the time when a lot of us were in school myself included um i don't remember a degree or any particular class on project management Uh, i would say my first kind of Clear cut project management job was when I was working in consulting for one of the big four accounting firms. But we called ourselves engagement managers, and you would do the work, you do the pivot tables, you provide the schedules, you work with the CEOs, the leadership, you know, keep them apprised. When I finally transitioned into federal contracting, my boss said to me, You know, you're a project manager the requirement of this contract is that you get your PMP project management professional certification. And I said, okay. And I'm in a boot camp class. And as they're describing the things that, you know, better practice, I'm like, okay, well I've I've done stuff like this. We just didn't call it all these terms. Right. And it was when I think back to so understanding from start to finish, here are the things that you do. You create a schedule. You create a out, you know, a plan. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, everything I've done in my life has been project management. It just wasn't a position I was seeking. Um, and that kind of led me into my role in my business where I train people to be better project managers. So you don't necessarily have to be in the title or job title as a project manager, but more than likely, whether you're an analyst, program manager, uh, CEO of your company, you're doing project management work. And if I can come in and help you improve just little by little some of the work that you do in the workflow uh, to be better project managers in your job, in your role, Uh, That's what I look for in helping, and and it's really about helping people be better tomorrow than they were today, and if I can help you with just practically bringing in some tips uh, to be better project managers, that's what I look to do. Uh, So I enjoy it a lot. I nerd out sometimes. Uh, We had a kitchen renovation uh, four years ago, and my husband's a project manager, too, in the federal space, and uh, I, I joked with him. I said, well, if we were to manage our kitchen renovation the way that the project management body of knowledge says we should what does our charter look like what does the risk assessment look like he's like oh my gosh really I said come on just just hear me a little bit here (laughs) I was gonna ask
0: like if your household is super organized and you know you guys are every time you plan a vacation it's like on point.
1: <laughs> well, you know, so it's funny like so my husband's like anti-list, but when we talk about things, he's so forward thinking. Like we will plan stuff out months in advance. By the time we get to it, we've already paid for it, we've already planned out our schedule. And so he swears he's not, you know, project managing it, but he is. And I'm just kind of like snark, you know, being snarky and snickering in the background, but you know our, our even our kitchen renovation it was done four weeks early and everyone's like oh my gosh how is that possible like everyone complains and has horror stories about how they're like weeks behind schedule i said we went to the contractor in december and told them we want our kitchen to look like this these are the requirement these are the, our we didn't say requirements but these are the materials that we want and then they said well when do you want to start and they're like oh we're like march i'm like really like yeah, yeah we just want to you know we're just thinking about it now so why not put you on the books because we know that spring is when people are really busy with kitchen renovations and because we had scheduled so far in advance they already did the dimensions they were in and out and it was so wonderful i had created all these meals like you know how they say you need to have like crock pot meals mm-hmm. <laughs> all these extra crock pot meals for weeks that we didn't need so uh we we kind of you know, we're not super organized, like you won't see a Kanban board in the house, you'll see a full whiteboard, but it won't be anything intricate, it won't be this schedule or anything like that, but I think subconsciously, we we do find ourselves kind of thinking project management, and and because we're our own sponsors, you know, we also kind of dictate the dates, and we we don't change our minds, we don't hold to it, it's a big thing, we don't change our minds, we're like, we stick to the plan.
0: That's, I mean, that's even good advice just as for those of us who may not be in project management, but are managing our households to really think about how to create plans that are helpful in the things that we want to do for our house, whether it's a renovation or whether it's um, planning for a big purchase or whatever else you know, being smart about it so that you can limit the disruption, I guess, to your life, which in essence is what you did was, you know, by planning early, they could order materials, they could do all these things so that when the things that would normally come up came up, it was easier to to manage.
1: Yeah, and, and you said something that just really hit the nail on the head to minimize the disruption. Um, I, I think that is huge. Um, and and why we work so well as a as a partnership and a team is that you know I'm we get to this we both have like same goals how we get to it is a little bit different but when we talk to each other um, about it ahead of time it helps minimize any kind of disruption as you said and and any kind of source of arguments that might come up later. Cause I thought you want to do it this way. We talk about it early and often and, you know, it's just how we are.
0: That's awesome. And in kind of coming into, uh, I guess, motherhood and managing a business and kind of adjusting <laughs> to, you know, a new normal, like what was helpful for you? Because I know there's a lot of people out there who are, you know, marrying into a family where, you know, children and stuff are already in place.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, I, I wish I could say there was
1: something that I could do. I mean, it was just, you know, grace of God. It was, you know, just, lucky. I mean, I I couldn't tell you like, here's the formulaic steps you should do. I think it helped that I came with the dog because I always wanted a dog. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it kind of eased in that way. Um, it helped when, um, my husband and I got together, we, I was living in a different state and he was living here in the DC area in an apartment with the kids. And we decided that um, as we got together and got ready to get married, let's go ahead and buy a house together and let's all move in together. So it never felt like I was moving in after the fact. Um, I think that was a big help. So it was all of us coming in. So I didn't feel like I was intruding into their space because we had talked about that like you know if I was moving and at the time I was in Memphis Tennessee if I had moved into their apartment it would have been me and my dog moving into their space us moving in together in the house and we also ended up um, uh, we weren't married yet we got married and had our wedding reception in the house so it just kind of solidified like this is our home together, Team Richards, and it wasn't that, you know, Crystal and Nigel, the dog, is coming in and, and coming into our space, so I think that was a, a big thing around it, too, and I mean, I hit the jackpot, too, with in-laws, like, <laughs> they they Amen. welcomed me with open arms, and I know sometimes there's always, like, the the movies of, like, the, the in-laws, like, they just are wonderful and the kids adore their grandparents so when they see their grandparents love me and and loving on me it's like you know you can't go wrong with that so and i mean they were they were young-ish i mean they were still in middle school at the time when we got together but um it's it's been an interesting ride uh seeing them grow and they're so mature and you know Layla is beautiful you know Malcolm is so handsome and you know my my, these little kids are becoming these young adults and sometimes I do kind of um, get nostalgic I'm like they were so young it was only five years ago the time goes by so fast and you're going to notice that Brenda when you see your baby you know go to kindergarten you're going to be wailing
0: like what happened to the time I know it's It's crazy seeing pictures from a year ago and I'm like, oh my gosh, he was four months old. He was six months old. What in the world happened? So, you know, it definitely is um, important as we, you know, like what you were saying, integrating lives together in a smart way and making sure that everyone kind of feels included and involved um, so that you know, the, it doesn't have to be bad per se. Um, yeah. scary. um. So how did you start your business? Like, how did you go from someone who did project management with someone else to starting your own business? And what was that process like for you? I would probably say
1: that the bug, the entrepreneurial bug started with my parents, and they started a trucking company in, what was it, 2008, maybe, 2007, 2008, um, and I helped them with their business plan, and it was just so fascinating to do the research and learn, and I, you know, I didn't want to go into trucking, but this, the whole entrepreneurial bug just kind of caught up with me a little bit, but I stayed within a full-time job, and um, the biz, the company, the federal agency that I worked for—that's where I met my husband Steve. And um, when we became friends, I would share with him how I'm so—I think I really want to start my own business. I don't—I don't know. And you know, I, it was like little baby steps. So I opened up the LLC. I you know, registered in the state of Maryland. And then I ended up moving to Tennessee. So I closed the Maryland one and I opened up the LLC in Tennessee and just kind of feeling things out. And so when, we, when Steve and I reconnected and I moved back to the D.C. area, uh, I mean, I have to say it was instrumental, um, his friendship and support. He said, you know, you have always talked about starting your own business, I don't want you to have any regrets. Why don't you, you know, give it a shot? And he's like, plus, I met you at work, so I know you can get a job. So he's already killed my idea of wanting to be a lady of leisure. He's like, you're working one way or the other. (laughs) 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 Love you. So I am, you know, reconnected with people that I knew here, kind of feeling it out. And it really is trial and error. Uh, I always say to people, as much as you can connect with somebody you admire and see if they will be your mentor uh, or be your accountability partner, uh, the worst they can say is no. And some people just don't have time and that's okay. You don't have to take it as an affront to, you know, your dreams. It's just people are really, really busy. Um, but uh, as much as you can use, use all the resources available to you, so the state has a lot of free or low-cost things in any state for people who want to start their businesses. And, you know, even what we're hearing as we go through COVID-19, there are a lot of small business owners. I don't think people realize. Even people with side hustles, you're small business owners. And um, it, it is, I will say it's not for the faint of heart. Um, if you truly want to have kind of your empire, if you want to have like a side gig, that's doable. But like how, if doing this full time, because I'm feeling it now uh, going through the pandemic that we're going through as a trainer, I primarily have been face to face with people. I've had to do the hard switch into virtual. And even still, some clients are just like, you know what, we're so overwhelmed with crisis management, uh, financial management that we don't even have time or the energy to do virtual. So I definitely have felt the hit, but I'm still pressing forward and I'm still checking in on my contacts who may be looking for a trainer. I'm looking at diversifying my work. So be, be clear. If you want to start a business, can you can you deal with the highs? You know, what are you going to do when there's the highs? Can you deal with the lows? And I will say for a lot of us, we're going through the lows right now. There are going to be some people who are not going to come back from this. Um, I I will say that I'm fortunate because I do have a steady Eddie. My husband works for the federal government. Um, we are making some hard decisions, um, but for the most part, we're keeping the keeping the train going. and you know, as much as I can put myself out there and, you know, for those of you that end up following me, you know, I'm still being active on social media and it's, you know, to be top of mind so that when people are ready, you know, like Crystal was, Crystal was uh, a resource to me. Crystal was still pushing and going out there. Um, So you, you can't disappear and there's definitely some tough decisions on um, who I'm going to pay for to work with me um, in terms of other 1099s to keep this train moving and what I'm going to have to consider not doing anymore. So I hope that answers your question on that. And hopefully it doesn't dissuade anyone from wanting to go into business. It's just a lot to think about.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's very important to have that balance because we are in a period of time where more people are becoming entrepreneurs and more people are getting into it, which is great and awesome. And, um, but we also, like you said, have to, you know, uh, know how to deal with both the highs and the lows of whatever business opportunities that you choose, um, and what you can do to diversify yourself and how to provide some level of stability, um, in your business and in your life. So that makes total sense. Um, One of the things I noticed is you said that you pretty much, you were not living here and you moved here, you got married, you know, got two kids out of the deal and (laughs) started a business around the same time. (laughs) Like that, I just wanted to point that out that that is, a pretty big achievement and something that um, I'd love to kind of hear, you know, how was that doing all of what you were talking about and enjoying something and taking the leap of faith to start a business, but you just got married, you got two kids. <laughs> um, what was that like for you?
1: Well, thank you for pointing that out. I don't think I've ever taken the time to step back and and say, whoa. Um, so you're right. It was a, a, a lot, but I don't know. I I think the support matters, uh, support of not only my spouse, but, you know, both our sets of parents, um, and just having the focus that this is what I want all of it to work out. And, and there, it is a balance. So, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat that, you know, I've had, I have, I've had missteps, uh, not only with my, some of my business decisions, but also in how that's impacted my relationships with my, my husband and my kids, you know, whether it's spending too much time at my desk, uh, trying to start my business and like, hey, Crystal, it's, it's game night. And it's like, okay, okay, here I come. Um, you know, and it's, it's little things that I, I, you know, I've brought to uh, our family unit. Like I'm in, I was insistent. Um, that we eat dinner at the table. I, if I could, like, you know, recommend if anything to any family, I'll really uh, value that time. Um, we've had great conversations around the table. Um, it's been an opportunity for me to pause from my work and spend that quality time with my family uh, ask questions and and learn just a little bit about you know the personalities of uh, our kids like for instance um malcolm my oldest used to be so quiet and i just have been so marvelled at how he's come out of his shell and he's he's vocal and now it's no big deal. I'm just used to it, but it used to be, you know, just wouldn't say anything, you know, the, the yes, no answers. And now he's just, you know, full of opinions and ideas. And I'm like, you know, yes, no is fine <laughs> now, but no, I just, it. I love, you know, when he was coming out of his shell, it was just great. Um, and so, you know, just those little things that we try to do, you know, we, we, we're fortunate enough to have like a, a nice size yard. It's not like a huge yard, but we can play, you know, badminton out in the backyard and have those moments and, you know, kids against the parents or guys against the girls. Um, so uh, just try to take advantage of those those small wins and those moments, and and even now, we're planning. A, a fa- I'm sure, like many families, we're planning a family vacation right <laughs> in, next year. But you know, we're bringing the kids involved in, in as a part of the conversation. Like, where do you want to go? And you know, we make decisions together as a family and, and negotiate, and and just really looking forward to the time together. And it's and it's heartwarming to me that you know, they, even as their own personalities and being young adults, they still want to hang out with us. And I, I, I value that. And as much as I can get that
0: time with them, um, I look forward to that. That's um, important. That's yeah. important. You know, making those priorities and those decisions to, you know, step back from your phones and the things that are going on throughout the day for your work and enjoying each other because you don't you might not be able to do it all day but being able to have an hour or 45 minutes or however long it is and being able to just sit and chat so I think that's good um, advice that a lot of us can kind of take on and implement in our own households
1: yeah and, and the, you know, they are very, um, you know, mom is still in the picture, and um, I'm very conscientious whenever I introduce them to somebody, I say they're my kids. And then when people, you know, ask more questions and we get to know each other, you know, I further explain they're my stepkids, but I never like saying they're my stepkids. Um yeah when they're around me because i don't you're part of my family and hopefully they feel that i'm a part of their family too so that is something that um i i am very super sensitive and conscientious about that you know you're you're my kids um and
0: and that's important that's awesome um and beautiful uh so since we're already kind of talking about some of the things that you know, others could implement. Do you have any other tips that you would give to other working moms or entrepreneurial moms? Uh, be patient.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's, um, you know, we'll, we all learn that uh, becoming a parent. Um, you learn it when you become a spouse, right? You know, we want someone to do it right now when I want to, and then you finally figure out, is this really the battle I want to have today? So sometimes even with, um, the kids, like, (laughs) you know, Malcolm is not a fan of vegetables and that's different for me and how I grew up. And I learned to be patient because that just wasn't my place to force that upon him, um, but he eats vegetables now. I'm so proud of him. And I try not to make a big deal out of it. I'm like, oh, my God. he's And then Steve is like, stop it. Like, you're going to ruin. Like, All right, fine. So, you know, you, you got to pick your battles, um, being patient, and um, give yourself a lot of grace as a mom, um, you know, the days of June Cleaver and Claire Huxtable, I mean, come on, it's, it's TV. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I always joke as, as, as long as they're upstanding citizens, I'm good. I did a good job. You know, know Anything right? else is gravy. You know, if, if they find contentment in what they do, I'm not going to press them to, you know, join this club or go to this school. I mean, it's, I want you to get the enjoyment of life without, you know, there's already pressures. Uh, I just, I'm amazed at how resilient young people are today because I don't know how I would be, uh, cause I know I see myself getting stressed with the 24 seven news and social media and how they have to grow up today. I was just remarking in a workshop I did, I had my first email address in 1995 when I was a freshman in college. These jokers get email addresses at age five.
0: I know.
1: <laughs> You're already getting, you know, all of this inundated with all this stuff. So I am, um, you know, it's a lot for us as parents to have to also manage, Um and that's where it's, it's give yourself grace um, and, and just know that we're all figuring it out and you'll be fine. Because just like even when we were growing up, our parents were like, oh, my gosh, like, what are we going to do? It's Vietnam, <laughs> right? it's mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and they were like, they figured it out and we're fine. So um, I, I try not to beat myself up.
0: That's important. I mean, every day you have to remember the good, um, and not stress about the bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, giving ourselves a little bit more grace. Um, <laughs> so how um, if someone wants to learn more about your business or wants to learn more about you, connect with you, how would you like them to contact you? Oh
1: well, thank you for that. I am on the gram, Crystal Mosaic RG. I am on LinkedIn, uh, Crystal Mosaic RG. And my website is Mosaic RG. So I try to make it consistent and easy to find me. Um, My business is Mosaic Resource Group. Uh, That's another thing, just as an aside. (laughs) My business is Mosaic Resource Group. And we all love our names to our businesses. Just as a note for folks, find a way to shorten your name. Because when I started having to spell it out for people on the phone, it was forever. So now I can just say mosaicrg.com. And it makes life so much easier. So if you've got like this long name and then people are like, well, can you spell that? Just imagine that conversation.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. that, that's a good tip. You hear that, people? That's a good tip. Shorten your name or figure out a way that you can shorten it when you talk to people. <laughs> Just
1: make it easy for everybody because that was long on the business cards when we were using business cards. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm on most of the social media platforms. Same thing for Twitter, Crystal Mosaic RG. Um, You know, if you want help with um, improving your project management systems, workflows, if you are interested in getting PMP certified, I'm happy to talk to you and and provide resources. Um, I'm always about helping people to be better project managers.
0: That's awesome. And I'll make sure to um, put your information in the show notes as well um, for those who would rather copy and paste or click. Um, so they can do that I am really really excited to have had you on the podcast this has been a great conversation and um, you know just learning a little bit about your business learning about just making a lot of changes at once and how you can kind of persevere through that um, and learning more about uh, your kids um
1: yeah um, thanks thanks
0: great. for having me thank I truly you appreciate it i told you guys it was going to be an amazing interview um, i'm so grateful for crystal coming on the podcast since our interview she actually launched something called the mind spark community and it's a space where unique project managers can come together for support brainstorming learning and sparking ideas into action so i'll share that information in my show notes so that you can find out more about it if you're interested but she's an amazing person to be connected to and i hope you guys enjoy the interview as much as i did so if you did enjoy mom's hustle different feel free to catch another episode you can also uh, review our podcast you can uh Rate um, our podcast five stars, please. And then also, you can follow us at Moms Hustle Different on Instagram. And our website is momshustledifferent.com dot com. Feel free to reach out to me. Let me know if you have a mom that you'd love for me to interview, or if you're a mom that would love to be on the podcast. Just reach out to me, Brenda at momshustledifferent.com Thank you so much for joining me, and I hope you have a wonderful day.